Welcome to the Color of Ideas podcast. I have kind of a, a rambling uh, podcast today. I'm literally rambling. I'm here walking in the woods and my thoughts are taken back to last night. I watched a program, Heidi Klum's Making the Cut. It's a fashion competition. There are two seasons. I've seen them both, but I decided to go back and watch season one again. I haven't seen it for two years. Now, the reason I like creative competitions, I really don't care uh, what they are about. Uh, Food, dancing, uh, singing, uh, cooking. And I'm not interested in any of those things, really. But it's that creative aspect. The, the, the mantra for all of those programs comes down to um, surprise yourself, get outside your limit, push yourself, you know, take yourself to a new creativity, put yourself out there for people to see, etc. And while I'm watching, I'm creating, I'm making artwork. So last night, while watching Making the Cut, I was working on a piece which turned out to be a six inch by four inch on, on paper, 100 pound paper, uh, using markers. And when I looked at it, I was moved powerfully. And when I looked at it uh, today, which would be the next day, uh, it really spoke to me. I, I consider that the black, the surely 60 to 70 percent of the work is black and the other 30 or 40 percent is wildly bold and colorful and has shape and form to it and that just delight me and caused me to come to a reflection which came down comes down to uh, my uh, joy and excitement and energy uh, around making art even in the midst of darkness. And the darkness I'm thinking of is just just a lot of bad news around us. And if you listen to media outlets, you wonder, you know, is there anything to look forward to in in the days coming to us? And my artwork, there's the joy that's coming to me. So it was a wonderful kind of balm for my spirit to, to gaze on that artwork that I just did. And really that's what I'm doing all the time. I, I believe I've always been optimistic, always been energetic and a joyful person, but being able to channel that through art, uh, just, <laughs> it's an overpowering experience. And I find myself so grateful for stumbling upon this way because you know as I've said numerous times I didn't even begin painting until I was uh, 62 and that's now 10 years ago and I am so in love with the work that I'm making all of my artwork is bold powerful high impact abstract and the bigger the better six foot by ten foot and up. That's that's what I like to do. Uh, I'm, <laughs> it's hard to keep that going in the conventional, excuse me, home situation. 
but uh, that is what I like to do. But even the smaller pieces, like the one I'm talking about in the beginning here, is only six inches by four inches. In fact, in many ways, I look at them and think, I could take any of my sw smaller work and turn them into big pieces. Uh, but they all share this concept. Uh, they come from, at least I believe, uh, an unconscious place where I am reflecting and meditating and have no awareness of it. So I don't, I, when I start a painting, I have no idea what I'm going to put on, on the canvas or the paper or what I'm going to create it using whatever uh, medium I have in front of me. But the thing that happens universally with each experience is that I look at it and I see something of myself. I see, and I guess that's because that's what I'm looking for. I'm a big one for expressing that, that you see what you're looking for. And so I, I look at my work from a very you know, personal point of view, and it always comes down to being what I call a page out of my autobiography. Uh, another way I could look at it would be uh, yet another interior self-portrait. And, you know, while it's, it's a it health-giving, life-giving, wonderful experience making art, um, it also helps me to come to uh, a deeper place of understanding of who I am, how I'm put together, and what is going on inside my head when I have no idea that there is anything going on inside my being somewhere. Now, so that, that's a first sharing. And now uh, another one um, is that when I change the medium, like I'm currently uh, working with blocks. Uh, my husband made the blocks for me. I bought the, the wood, you know, two inch by two inch stick, so to speak. You know, it was six or eight feet. And I asked him to cut them up into um, designated lengths. And then I, now that was a couple years ago. And then about oh, six or eight months ago, I bought some blocks from uh, Target that had the profile of a house. The blocks are like one inch in depth. And then they have the, the two sides of the house, kind of a, a gabled roof. They even have a, a little metal piece that was inserted for a chimney. Now I got them probably in November, just before Christmas. I suppose you were supposed to decorate them and put them under your tree, who knows. I got them because they were cheap and, and I thought that I would be able to pull that chimney out and use them uh, that way, but I couldn't get the chimney out, so I've left it. And it actually turns out to be quite an interesting part of building because you can wedge something in and support it with that chimney. So I'm actually quite happy with them. But here's the thing. When I changed uh, the, the medium, I, I eventually recognized that I would have to learn a different kind of vocabulary. I mean, and now I have made that kind of a rule for myself that I understand. Change the medium means change the vocabulary. And that means that I start out with, with that new medium, trying to find my way. At first, like with the blocks, I was, I, I, I could sense that I was lost. What am I doing? What, how, how do I express anything? 
with, with these blocks. Well, I have now uh, found my way very much into that. And, and recently, as in hmm, four, four months ago, I've taken myself back to the very beginning and I'm, I'm only working with two to three blocks at a time. And I've decided to, which sounds so limiting. Now they're not all the same you know, shape, so that's uh, like two cubes and one of the, the so-called house profile type things. And I'm, I'm shocked at all the ways you can rotate and turn and, and come up with fascinating work. So I'm going to stay with using these three until I feel like I've exhausted all that I can express. Uh, you could see, think of it as write, all, all that I can write with three words, so to speak. And uh, change the lighting, change the, you rotate the pieces. Uh, uh, even with a, a fixed construction, looking at, at it from another angle or, uh, oh, anyway, it's just, I, I'm shocked to see how fascinating this is. Okay, so while I've been working with blocks, my husband has gotten involved. And so for quite a few months, I could make a construction and then he would come behind me and take it apart and make his own construction. So we were doing that for months and months. And I even have a, um, uh, an Instagram account on this called Wooden Blocks 2021. We just see lots of pictures of our block constructions. Now, in the last week, I've added, instead of blocks, I have all these interesting pieces of wood, you know, a, a section of a, a branch or a, a cutoff from a stump or something like that that I've collected over, I don't know, five or six years because uh, shape intrigues me. So if I see anything that's an interesting shape, I'm gonna pick it up. So I have at least a dozen of these finds from the last five years, just like I have a couple dozen rocks that I've picked up uh, over probably the last 10 years, maybe even longer, because uh, even before making art, I have been uh, intrigued by shape and form. Rocks actually go back to my childhood. So yes, I do keep my eyes open for a rock that I, I want to bring home with me. Okay, so I got involved in making constructions using these natural materials. Now what has happened in the last week is that this has really captured my, my husband so that in one day, he might make five constructions. So we've gotten to the point now where we have this pedestal in the kitchen, four feet, a shade of light pink. Oh, I don't know, I acquired it years ago. And we've been doing our various constructions on there, but uh -huh, Fred, my husband, has gotten so into this that I've now said to him, you take the pedestal, okay? because you're doing like five and up to 10. He comes into the kitchen, he does a construction. Before he leaves, he does another one. And then he's back in in an hour or two. He works from home and anytime he takes a break, it ends up in the kitchen for something. 
And so it's easy to see how he just keeps working. And without his realizing it or seeing it, he is finding himself. He is finding a way. I mean, I look at everything that he makes now and I see him. Just like I, I see aspects of myself and my work. Well, this is new for Fred entirely. And he's just beginning to recognize this. I mean, at first he would say, oh, that's not true at all. That's just something I put together. I said, yeah, but Fred, look at it. And we, you know, we would talk about it. So he now has the pedestal and I'm continuing with my block work, two or three blocks on the kitchen counter. And uh, I, that's how I found my way to uh, understanding and then sharing with him that moving from paint to, or markers to blocks, uh, it took me about a day uh, before I had confidence and understanding about what I was doing. Now, Fred is at, at this joyful, ch childlike um, creativity where he thinks, well, he is, he, he's putting blocks of, at pieces of wood, really. He's putting these, these natural objects and arranging them in a way that he wants to. But <laughs> like I said, there's this uh, complexity and variety and beautiful beauty that he's creating that I don't think he, he, he understands yet, but I'm sure he will. And uh, so I see him as being attracted to complexity and trying to make a unity out of that. And he didn't realize that's what he was doing, that he was looking for things to fit and to make them into a whole. Whereas I'm not looking for anything like that at all. I am just um, a much more objective and looking for something to uh, surprise me, uh, which is hard to believe you can even do with just three pieces. Um, and that said, I'm, I don't uh, rearrange five and ten times in a day. You know, I might do one or two, or I might come in and work uh, for ten minutes and do five different ideas, but I only leave one, and then I might not do another one until the next day even. Uh, so we have, uh, uh, now of course I'm poured out so in the creative channel that I have all these other areas that I'm working on. So this is more of a very um, uh, fascinating uh, experiment, but it's not the one that is uh, my chief focus. My chief focus is using color. Color changes everything, uh, which is why I, I like to say that, you know, it's never cloudy at our house because uh, we're just surrounded with my artwork, which just roars and speaks and grabs me every time I walk into a room. Uh, so 15 minutes of, of sharing. And, uh, and the one thought that really interests me the most is changing a medi the medium changes the vocabulary. And that vocabulary for me uh, means um, 
rediscover using this material how to be expressive, how to connect, how to elicit a feeling, how to um, uh, get attention. Um, I'm not thinking for other people, this is for me, you know, and that's just an important lesson uh, that just makes it clear why I start out kind of stumbling and then how I come to uh, more confidence and creativity as I uh, move on and develop with, with that medium. Okay, so I'm finished with my ramble, at least uh, the verbal one here on the podcast. I've got another hour and a half here on this hike, which is just glorious. Catch you next time. So long. Thank you.